With COVID, I didn't feel joyful. I felt broken, but I didn't turn to good things to help me through that. I turned to substances. If you're in that state where despair is there all of the time, you can't expect yourself to then all of a sudden feel joyful all the time. So you have to adjust your expectations. You know, maybe it's just one little moment of joy in one week or one day. There are so many inputs into our wellness and our happiness, and we can't do all of them all at the same time. But there are ways to do each of them a little bit in different ways that mean the most to you. This is the Well To You podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Well To You podcast Q&A session where we are answering our last questions of the summer series around joy. And just like we said on Tuesday, you know, the idea of joy seems a little tough to wrap your mind around. I think it was hard for some listeners to come up with questions around this as well. But we do have a couple questions that we would like to answer that we think that our listeners will be able to take away some good insight from. And the first one is how to bring more joy into your family life. So Sue, I would love for you to start that because you have a pretty chaotic life. So how do you do that? I do have a chaotic life. So I would say one way that I bring joy to like the morning chaos is like music and dancing. Mm. So when I feel like everybody feels stressed and crazy, I put on like a silly song. I don't think we have a super silly one right now, but there was a period of time where we really loved the taco song. If anybody (laughs) needs to bring some silliness to their house, ask Alexa to play the taco song. Um, But know that your kids will want to play it forever. So yeah, I think things like that, like lightening the mood. As mom of tweens right now, I feel like kind of embarrassing myself makes things really light and joyful for them. Uh Like they get pleasure out of me being sort of embarrassing, um, which I'm okay with. Like I don't need to be the cool mom. And, And I think like it's surprising how much just spending time together, like sort of slowing down and doing something together brings joy to my family. Mm -hmm. I think like it's just so easy to get caught up in the, okay, we got to go. We're late for this. Let's go. Let's go to this and let's get this done. Go clean your room, you know, just to stop and just play a game or Mm -hmm. even just stop and have a little chat. My younger son is really ticklish, so that always makes him laugh and stuff like that. That's sort of how we do it. I think that the value of play and silliness is so underrated to 
lift you Mm -hmm. out of what feels, you know, like just go, 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 go. It really does lighten Mm -hmm. a mood and just brings that sense of like connection and joy and happiness for like a family that, I mean, honestly, it can feel, I mean, especially for us as moms, it can just feel like so much. Yes. And it can become so serious when you're just like trying mm-hmm. to hold the schedule and trying to hold the calendar and keep all the parts together and make sure everybody's doing their thing where they're supposed to be and when and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So part of what we talked about on Tuesday was that idea of presence mm-hmm. and perspective. But then also if you're just like, ah, I can't find it right now, create it with that silliness, mm-hmm. with that yeah. fun, with that you know, taking the load off a little bit and just not taking yourself so seriously. I always say there's like sort of this like fake it till you make it. If you've ever been feeling really down and then just literally just start smiling, eventually if you keep smiling, you will actually start to feel happy. Like it's like your body doesn't know the difference between your fake smile Mm -hmm. and like a real smile. So if you're smiling, your body's like, oh, we released the happy hormones now, you know? Well, I, I kind of compare it to what our photographer Monica had us do at our photo shoot or, and when I've worked with her in the past. She says, giggle, giggle. And yeah. then like you start with a fake giggle and then the fake giggle turns into a straight up laugh. And then she gets like the coolest picture of you laughing. And you're like, was that a fake laugh or was that a real laugh? And it's like <laughs> a real laugh because she goes, giggle, giggle. And you're like, hee, hee, hee. And then it makes you crack up. And then she gets this like yeah. awesome like real laugh picture. And it is, I feel like when you're just in it, you're just in it and in it. And just like, you feel like there's no way out than giggle giggling. And especially with the family, because like I see my younger son, I think he has ADHD. I think he has a lot of anxiety and like a tendency towards depression and he gets really down. <laughs> so he he can't get out of his own way to see the joyful things. And so I mm-hmm. work to, when he's feeling really down or discouraged, I remind him, oh, but you remember how much you love this? And this one thing made you really happy. I remember I saw the big smile on your face. And, you know, I think it's the same thing that we have to do for ourselves, we do for our families, and just bringing that reminder of Mm -hmm. that happiness and that joy and then creating connection around that. Like you said, a game. We played Jumanji for the first time the other day, and it was fun. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting sucked into the board. And everybody laughed, and it was just, it was just so special. Yeah. A special moment for me and for them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that kind of leads us a little into our next question, which was the idea of like everything feels mm-hmm. awful. Sadness is all you're feeling. And before we even answer the question, I want to say like if that's what you're feeling, probably seeking a mental health right. expert would be a good option before we even talk about some options. Absolutely. I agree. I think that when we get into that place, it's hard to get ourselves out of it without seeking help from a mental health professional. So I think that's important to to call out. Yeah. And, and I've been there. I mean, I think both of us have had those experiences with, I mean, I just had really bad postpartum anxiety, which then kind of spun me up into like not 
true depression. Like I've never really been like a truly depressed person, but that postpartum anxiety kind of put me into a state of just that constant state of worry. How could I possibly see anything good in the mm-hmm. world when everything was felt like it was trying to kill me and my baby? You know, years and years of chronic illness. I think that many of our listeners, certainly many of the people that I talk to and even in my studio, they do struggle with chronic illness or chronic pain or, you know, chronic dysfunction and issues. And that can feel really heavy. And when you're holding the weight of that, it is hard to Mm -hmm. see the light. Mm -hmm. And I know that from experience. I will Mm -hmm. say that I did struggle with it. I don't, I didn't do anything at the time that helped me, but knowing what I know now, I would go back in time and apply the same thing I do with my son or with myself and just take stock of the little things. Just what may feel Mm -hmm. so inconsequential Mm -hmm. to anybody else, it doesn't matter if it's just was like a momentary little mm-hmm. spark of a smile or, you know, just even like mm-hmm. a bite of food that tasted really good or just tuning into your senses of mm-hmm. does it taste good? What did it feel good? I know that when I was really, really sick, mm-hmm. I had a sweater that I loved And it reminded me of the beach. I called it my beach house sweater. And it just made me feel so secure and warm and just safe. And that, I would say, looking back, was what I would consider a moment of joy Mm -hmm. in a period of time that felt completely joyless, hopeless, and nowhere to, like, really seek happiness. My kids did always bring me joy. Not always, but, you know, their little giggles or, you know, little things like that. It's just the little things. At that moment, it's the little things. I think getting outside, if you're in a Mm -hmm. climate where you can be outside, I think that that makes a big difference. There's just something. I remember during, like, COVID, those walks I would take were, like, literally probably the only thing that was keeping me sane. It was like I would walk out of my house and just, like, it felt like I was free and the sunshine and the fresh air. So as long as you're not somewhere where it's, like, nine bazillion degrees right now, I think that that's always a great choice. And you could always get up super early like me and find that magic morning hour where it's not as hot. Or even just, like, in in the depths of winter, you know, go sit by a window I mm-hmm. I could never live somewhere well I did actually yeah. in college it got like really cloudy for like three months and I laid under my turtle lamp <laughs> my like turtle UV lamp mm-hmm. I was like I need UV rays oh my god I'm dying Caitlin where did you go to school again UC Davis it was like in northern California but I grew up in southern California So Caitlin is talking about some cloudy (laughs) weather that made it feel like winter. So I think we might need Caitlin to come here to New Jersey when we have a big snowstorm or something like that. But I agree with you. So the Swedish use this 
term called HYGE. I never know how to say it correctly. HYGE. It's H-Y-G-G-E. And the way that they get through their long winters with the long days is they have specific things that bring them joy during that time and they embrace it. So whether it's getting out for a walk in the snow or curling up under a cozy blanket like you were talking about your sweater. So I think it's that same idea. Like, right? Like you can go into winter being like, I hate winter. It's horrible. I don't ever want to, you know. Or you can embrace this idea of winter sports or, you know, like things like that. I do hate winter. It's horrible. It's literally my least favorite. It makes my bones hurt. Like, that's why I could never live anywhere that actually had, like, a true winter because I would probably die. I I can't handle it. But the things I do love about winter that I'm like, oh, even right now, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for winter because I love when I first get to turn on the fireplace. That is so thrilling to me. I love the smell of the first fireplace being lit and Mm -hmm. the first heater being lit. It's like so happiness to me. And I love winter Hallmark movies. Like those are the things that get me through the winter. (laughs) That is like, that's my hike. That's my thing. But I think that we can apply that to the moments in our lives that feel so full of despair, Mm -hmm. which I do know happen. And, and also Mm -hmm. with COVID, I Mm -hmm. also felt that way. Like I didn't, I didn't feel joyful. I felt broken, but I didn't turn Mm -hmm. to good things to help me through that. I turned Mm -hmm. to substances and I started drinking a lot and that drinking brought me a false sense Mm -hmm. of joy. And Mm -hmm. so I am now in a state of rewiring Mm -hmm. that false sense of joy that came from me turning to substances during Mm -hmm. that like pandemic period. Um, So I think that that's Mm -hmm. also a really important thing for us to mention to our listeners is that we can falsify joy through, you know, substances or interactions that we think are actually doing those things, mm-hmm. but yeah. in reality, they're not actually tapping in to our true sense of joy. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to do that when you're in feeling in a state of despair. And so separating yourself from those false moments of joy and those true, but possibly very small, minute moments of joy and putting more weight in the small, mm-hmm. true senses of joy and lessen those falsified ones. Yeah, and I think if you're in that state where despair is there all of the time, you can't expect yourself to then all of a sudden feel joyful all the time. So you have to adjust your expectations. You know, maybe it's just one Mm -hmm. little moment of joy in one week or one day. And I think it's also important to point out that there are a lot of things that can impact how you feel. So again, going towards a mental health expert, sometimes there are hormonal things going on in your body that are truly making it impossible. So those are all things Mm -hmm. that should be investigated if that is how you're feeling. I agree. And I think that's a great place to wrap up our summer season to say, yes, there's always something to be thankful for. 
Sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. to find. As we talked about this whole summer, there are so many inputs into our wellness and our happiness. And we can't do all of them all at the same time. But Mm -hmm. there are ways to do each of them a little bit in different ways that mean the most Mm -hmm. to you. And tuning into and being very aware of and present and strong in your values and desires will help guide you to those places in that circle of life that Mm -hmm. are calling you for more. And then they all kind of just interweave and interact together to create that circle of life. But it doesn't have to be all perfect all the time. But just being aware of all of the aspects that do contribute to your total wellness and the levers you get to pull to help yourself mm-hmm. at any given point, I think is really powerful. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So on that note, the summer series has been officially closed. Closed. We look forward to seeing you next season. That's right. Bye, guys. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at WellToYouPodcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at Conscious underscore Core underscore Caitlin. And me, Sue, at Opal underscore Wellness underscore Studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.